the Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC Northeast offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is those guys can play. In the AFC, should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL, and a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. Yo! What it is! Welcome back to another episode of At The Bank, the Baltimore Ravens podcast, Dougs, and what a beautiful Saturday it is, you feel me? Because, yo, we are just a little over 24 hours before that AFC championship, Doug. And, man, it feels good to have your team be uh, going into the AFC championship, man, because everybody doubted us. Nobody believed that we was going to get out the North. Everybody doubted that we was going to lose to the divisional round. Nobody really believed in us to beat uh, the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful episode, you feel me? It's going to be a dope episode because I got some stuff that I need to tell you, you feel me? And I want to most definitely start this off by, number one, giving you my prediction. Because I believe that my prediction... It's going to be right. I was almost close last week. Almost close. But I think I might be, uh, I, I can hit it on the nose this time. I'm going to tell you all why I'm so confident. I am very, very, very confident in the Ravens beating the Chiefs tomorrow in the AFC Championship. You feel me? I'm going to give you all three X-Factors matchups that we all need to start looking out for when once that game starts tomorrow. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like that if we pay attention to these matchups, these matchups could potentially, potentially, whoever wins the matchups can advance to the Super Bowl. Roll to Vegas! But you got to come to the bank first, you feel me? So, like I said, uh, I believe that my prediction will be very close. You feel me? And, and, and my prediction of this game, of this AFC championship is I believe that the Ravens will get it done. I believe that they will get the monkey off their back and Lamar will finally get to the damn Super Bowl as he promised us when he was got drafted. And my prediction of that game is going to be 30-17. to 17. Ravens getting that. Doug, you feel me? The fucking ATA, uh, MIT Bank Stadium is going to be live. You know what I mean? I, I can feel the atmosphere. I can feel like the stadium is going to be the reason why, one of the reasons why that the Chiefs lose. Because if you paid attention to last week, because I know you did, because we had set a new viewing standard high when it comes to views in one game in the NFL. And then that's just, <laughs> that's the going to head going to let you know that I believe that everybody's going to be tuned in for this game. This is going to be another record selling game. But I also believe that this game will have us on the edge of our chairs. I feel like that this is game is going to have some of us biting our nails and and and, and doing um drink shots because they nervous. You feel me? Because remember last time we played the Chiefs, we got that dub. It was in twenty twenty one. It was in week two. It was on a Sunday night game, prime time game. Remember that key word because throughout this whole episode, 
that word is going to be uh, announced a couple of more times. You feel me? Primetime game. And it, we won that 36 to 35. And yes, it, like I said, it was a nail biter. It came down to the end. It had to come down to our defense making that fumble in the last part of the uh, game to Lamar finally going uh, one and three against Patrick Mahomes, finally getting his first dub. You know, so I feel like that this is not going to be that same game. It's, it's not going to be close in my eyes. I feel like, yes, the Chiefs are a little scary. Excuse me, because who the Chiefs are. The Chiefs ain't get to the AFC Championship just by fluke. They got good talent over there. They got good head coaching over there. You know what I mean? And 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 if we just sit here and just look at the past real quick. Let's look at the past. John Harbaugh is 12 and 9 in the postseason. Under John Harbaugh, he is one and two in the AFC championship. This is will be his fourth appearance. Since coming into our head coach in 2008, our last championship AFC championship game was in 2013. That's when my man finally went on here, got his first Super Bowl as a head coach. So it's starting to like things, okay, twinding our way a little bit. This trending, but then you look at the bottom. Yes, Harbaugh is two and five against Andy Reid, and his last win came in 2021. Yes. Lamar is one and three versus Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, and history will tell you, like, it, it, it looks like it's the Chiefs' favor a little bit. But he also, you got to, we got to also remember, a lot of things have changed since that 2021. That 2021 team, both teams either took a step back or took a step forward. And I feel like, in my eyes, in my opinion, the Chiefs took a step back. You want to know why I think they took a step back for the simple fact that, number one, they lost two key pieces from that Super Bowl run, Eric Bieniemy and Tyreek Hill, one of the great offensive uh, masterminds who could potentially be an offensive player of the year right now. So when you lose those two, and I tried to tell people time and time again, Eric Bieniemy is a big loss. I understand Andy Reid is a great play caller. Mastermind, he know how to prep his guys, get them ready. I get that part, but at the same time, he lost another great mastermind that was pretty much like Batman and Robin, you can say, when it comes to coaching schemes. Like Art Bianami does not get a lot of credit for what he helped help did or helped build in Kansas City. And then Tyreek Hill being a number one wide receiver, that big threat, that guy that can get you over the hump, that guy that can get you down the field. The home run hitter, they don't have that anymore. It's completely different now. They got they got guys, they still got Kelsey, but they got other guys like Pacheco and the Rice who's trying to prove themselves who had also never been inside of an AFC championship before. So these guys' moments, guys might get a little big for them too. So, yes, it, it's starting to. You know what I mean? This is why I say, like, this is our time. This is for us. This is our year because look what we did this year. Remember I said, keep in mind of that, of that word, primetime games. Because when it was primetime games, the Ravens was 4-0 this year. That's beating the 49ers, but nobody believed that we could have beat the 49ers. Even though that uh, it wasn't a primetime game, we beat the Dolphins. And the way we beat the Dolphins was like, damn. 
and they still ain't trying to give us that uh, being a true contender. And then if you scroll down a little bit more, the Ravens have nine two-plus touchdown wins over over uh, winning te- teams with winning record. Nine. <laughs> nine games this year. And then you got to sit here and then mention, like I said, how the Chiefs lost Art enemy. We gained Todd Munkin and Mike Madonna. Mike Mc, uh, McDonald, I'm sorry. These guys have really got our offense and our defense and majority of the statistics this year are in the top five. We already know what, what Mike McDonald had did for that defense and how, how our defense is pretty much in that top three and, and uh, got that triple crown this year. <laughs> We've seen how Todd Munkin has elevated this offense. He kept a little bit of Greg Roman's play calling. But he elevated Lamar's play. And now we sitting there looking at Lamar like, damn, I wonder if we'd have had that that year when he won his first MVP. Like things could be different. And and you know why, like I said, that I'm very, very confident and why um I feel like that this is a different team. This this is the different stakes because we don't have the two coaches that was here before, and Greg Roman and Wink Martindale. Both of those guys had did their job and did what they were supposed to do in my eyes. They did, they they, they did it. But you know the both what one thing in common that both these guys had in common though? They couldn't make end-game adjustments. And now that Todd Munkin and Mike Madonna can make end-game adjustments, they can see things and like, no, no, we're not gonna go run this that way. When the defense is no longer can call out Lamar's plays and which way we're running or anything in that nature, we getting pressure to each uh, of all these quarterbacks. Doesn't matter what quarterback it is, our defense is getting pressure. So when you sit back and just look at all these things, it's like, damn, we didn't have that before when we last played Kansas City and we beat them by one point. Just imagine what we can do this time. That's why I told y'all my prediction is thirty to seventeen. I really feel like that the Ravens' offense is way better. We're going to put up 30 points, but I also think that the Chiefs' offense has took a dip down some. So that's why I said, I, as you sit here, as I'm hopefully, hopefully that all my Ravens fans are stout now starting to understand, like, why I'm so confident in this. You've seen what we did last week. Like I said, I mentioned the stadium noise in the beginning. That stadium noise is going to help us. You want to know why? Patrick Mahomes, yes, he is 6-0 in the AFC Championship. But you also one thing to know about Patrick Mahomes, he never played the AFC Championship outside of Arrowhead. Now he got to come to the bank. So you can just, everything is starting to really fickle tin that, that this is going, the needle is starting to just drift to the Ravens' side. Now, like I said, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to do his thing. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's the reason why he has um undefeated record um, when it comes to the AFC championship. It's not going to be no cakewalk. You know what I mean? He's not going to be easily rattled. I'm pretty sure, like, it's, it's going to be a difference between a C.J. Stroud and to a Patrick Mahomes then. It's going to be a little bit of a difference. But the only thing about it is I believe that our defense is very, very strong enough to hold Patrick Mahomes this time. Like that, there's really a lot, not a lot of weaknesses onto this defense 
And I think that the way that we kind of had uh, C.J. Stroud a little bit rattled and that crowd noise, I think we can probably just get Patrick Mahomes out of his game just a little bit. Just as long as he don't sit back in that pocket and just, just look both ways. Got to get pressure. Got to keep him moving. Got to get him out that pocket. Got to make him uncomfortable. Which, I, you know, that's some of the key things I'm going to tell you all towards the end of the show, you feel me? But before I go any further, man, I see I got a couple of comments, you feel me? I got my guy Patrick Brown, man. He always showing love, man. Good morning, Dev. Good luck this rate. Good luck to the Ravens Sunday afternoon. AFC title game article is available on the Grid Network. Please, if y'all uh, um wants to read a dope article, man, I'm trying to tell y'all. My guy, uh, Patrick, gives out great articles, yo. He, yeah, that's all he do is just produce great articles. So go ahead and check my guy out, man. And also, like I said, it just ain't about the AFC. He also writes for both sides. He also got an NFC uh, previous also was going to be uh, out. So please <laughs> go out here and check the grid network, yo. We, we just don't produce great shows, you feel me? My guy, Burr, yo, big trust. Yo, of course, yo, because why would you trust anything else? And I got a steal in the comments, y'all. Remember that KC has yet to give up 30. The Ravens defense is off the charts, but the Chiefs defense is top three in football. Totally understand it. Totally, totally agree with you. You know what I mean? Just the same way how the same uh, – some people were saying that D'Amico Ryan's defense was going to rattle Lamar. That if you send all these blip pressures to Lamar, that um, Lamar was going to have all these turnovers. So, like I said, yes, they haven't given up 30, just like the Dolphins didn't give up 30 when we banked, when we spanked them. The 49ers didn't give up 30 when we spanked them. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I totally agree that they these teams normally don't give up those points, but it's a different atmosphere. Now it's, it's a different ball game. It's not going to be at Arrowhead where they had to control their environment. You got to come to a, a, a bigger environment, you know what I mean, and an underrated environment too because we at the bank do not get as much love and support like other stadiums do, you feel me? So I, I that's why I'm I, I'm kind of leaning towards, the, you know, us. You feel me? So, you know what I mean? Like I said, I, I had mentioned now that uh, Patrick Mahomes in, in the stadium noise Gonna have him a little confused a little bit. And, and and my guy Bryson, who's a Steeler fan, y'all. So don't really read too much into his comments. You know, he he's just trying to do any dirt on the Ravens name as much as he can, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, man, he but he's a true, true um sports guy. He he knows his stuff too. Um, but I like I said, I, I just really feel like that um the matchups that we didn't have before. We do have now that we can actually match up with the Chiefs a little bit better. Like I said, I, I felt like the Chiefs took a step back without Tyreek Hill or the enemy, um, and with this young group of guys that he had. Um, so let's go with the X factors matchups that I feel like that we all need to be keying in, paying attention to, because I feel like that between one of these matchups, if not all three, um, that these matchups can really change the outcome of the game. You feel me? And Honestly, in my opinion, this is the biggest matchup um, that everybody, I know everybody is going to be keying into, man. And this matchup is that Kyle Hamilton and Travis Kelsey matchup. One of the biggest X factors in the AFC championship game in my eyes, man. Because we already know that Travis Kelsey, he's a dog. He's a beast. 
he puts up numbers when it's time to really put up numbers. You feel me? This guy is also has eight receptions. He's averaging eight receptions, 88 yards per playoff game. And he's caught 17 playoff touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes. So it's like, woof, that's Hall of Fame stats right there. That's big numbers. We already know that Travis Kelsey, in my eyes, we Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, top two tight ends in my eyes so far um, in the NFL. Um, Travis Kelsey has won multiple Super Bowl uh, Super Bowls, and you know that's going to put him over Mark Andrews. So Travis Kelsey is a beast; he's a monster. But you want to also know what the Ravens had created and drafted? A beast and a monster. And this guy is six foot four, two hundred and some odd pounds. You feel like two hundred twenty something pounds? That guy, Kyle Hamilton, man, is really, really showed us like why did we drafted him. This guy can play in so many different positions. He can play that high safety. He can play that free safety. He can play inside that box, that strong safety. He can play that like that linebacker position. He can blitz. He can cover. He can play tight ends. He can play wide receivers. He can play running back. This guy can pretty much do it all on that football field. And this is why I believe that I'm glad we drafted him, number one. I'm glad we have him because for times like this, for Travis Kelsey, now, I'm not going to say that he's going to shut Travis Kelsey out because, like, Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. But a guy that we feel comfortable, who we feel like they can slow down Travis Kelsey, I think Kyle Hamilton can do that. You know, for the simple fact that Kyle Hamilton, uh, he's been, you know, targeted 60 or sixty or more. Um, This guy is only letting his receptions, uh, his receivers averaging 4.2. <laughs> I was like, when I seen that stat, that was mind blowing right there. I was like, dang, he only averaging four point two yards. Like that guy is really doing his thing. I see why he got that all pro nod. He's showing that this guy is an elite safety. You know what I mean? It's not just the first. It's his second year. This guy, you know, he played behind Chuck Clark last year. And and in the beginning of the season, I said that he had some big shoes to fill because, like I said, Chuck Clark was a decent safety. He was the guy who ran that defense. Now you got, you know, Roquan is pretty much running the defense. And now you got Kyle Hamilton is, is learning. And this guy is learning fast. And he's implementing his stuff, his attributes real fast. He's one of the reasons why we have a strong defense. Without Kyle Hamilton, man, I, I think that we were lacking in a lot of things. Kyle Hamilton really covers up a lot of um, uh, uh, holes in our defense, man. So, I, <coughs> excuse me. I really think that this matchup is going to be the biggest matchup that we all need to go ahead and sit back and watch for. Because I really just think that this matchup can really depend on if Travis Kelsey can go off, man, it's a possibility the Chiefs can win this game. But if Kyle Hamilton can limit Travis Kelsey to certain things, not making making sure he's not having big game, uh, big yards, he's making sure that he's not getting down the field, getting lost in coverages and stuff like that. And I really believe that Kyle Hamilton can do that. So pay attention tomorrow to that matchup because we, I believe we're going to see that matchup a lot. Another matchup, I believe that it can really change the outcome of the game. It's going to come down with the big boys. And, and and this one big boy, he's he's starting to grow into becoming one of the elite centers in the game. 
And then another big guy, he got paid. You know what I mean? He sat out and just told the Chiefs, like, no, nah, I want my money. I'm, I'm one of the best defensive tackles in the game. And now I gave out those hits, man, Tyler Linderbaum and Chris Jones. This is a matchup you're going to have to watch because it is going to be getting out the trenches when it comes to these two, man. And I understand that they're going to probably line Chris Jones up at multiple positions. He's just not going to be over Tyler Linderbaum all the time. But when those two are going to get the helmet banging and shoulder clacking, woo! <laughs> this is going to have to come down who is physical and wants it more. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that Chris Jones, he he's deserved his money. He showed you that he deserved his money. Like I said, he's showing that he's one of the best D-tackles in the game, man. Was with his pass rushing skills and his uh, elite dis uh, ability to disrupt the opposing team's offense, man, is it, it can be tough sledding for most teams. But I think our offensive line, I believe our offensive line can hold up to Chris Jones and the crew that that everybody's saying that you know they are a top three defense. I believe that our offensive line is also underrated. We got Tyler Lindemann, who I feel like, excuse me. This, his, with his strong blocking skills, the way he controls the line of scrimmage, and he does not allow Lamar to get sacked that much. He only allowed three sacks this year from the center position. So that's going to be that, that. That's why I said this is going to be a key matchup that everybody need to watch. A guy that can get to the quarterback and disrupt the offense, and a guy that that pretty much kept his quarterback clean majority of the season. Tyler Linderbaum is is. Is 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 worth watching because for the simple fact that number one we drafted him high in the draft, number two Tyler Linderbaum has played every game this year, so he's showing durability, and that's the best ability is your availability for these games. So Tyler Tyler Linderbaum has really showed me, and I'm hoping that now that y'all eyes can open up and see that Tyler Linderbaum can be one of the best centers in the game, man. So we need to be happy and thankful that we got him that keep Lamar clean. So please watch out for this matchup also, man, because I, like I said, I think that this matchup is, is, is going to be another key matchup because it's going to be who can control the line of scrimmage. Another matchup that I feel like that um, I, I don't believe that he's going to, they're going to follow each other that much throughout the game. But I feel like at times that he will be playing, um, they will be playing each other. Um, a lot in the game, and don't get me wrong. I like I said, I, I feel like that our guy can win this matchup, but also you got to remember that this guy ain't no slouch either. You feel me? So the guy that are matchups that I want us to really uh, pay attention to is that Zay Flowers and Lejarius Sneed matchup. Now, like I said, Lejarius Sneed, he's a decent cornerback. He got great coverage skills. He got the ball hawking ability. Now, this year, he fell off on an interception tip. Last year, I believe he had like three or four interceptions. This year, he only got two. But that also got to be thinking of the style of quarterback play this year, too. It might not, it might not have been thrown at that many times this year. So, you know, it, that, that can be the reason for his decline. But also, he ain't meet Zay Flowers yet either. And we already know I like to call him Big Play Zay. Zay is going to get his monies. Zay is showing that he is uh, his speed, his agility can really make him difficult to go down, man. 
his speed and his agility is, is making uh defenders uh, is making it difficult for defenders to stay in front of him to try to um contain him. Big play Zay can make big plays and get down the field and put pressure. He can be a home run hitter. So, you know what I mean? Like I said, this match, like I said, I, I don't feel like Snead is going to have to – it will be following Flowers throughout the whole entire game. I don't think that. But when he do play um, Zay Flowers, he's going to have to put all his, all his maximum effort into it. Because, like I said, the shiftiness, the craftiness, the way Zay can stop on a dime, the way he can um, – he's elusive. You can just clearly see, like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> we might not be able to contain this guy. And then once he once he gets to run around chasing uh, uh, flowers, what if he don't follow him field to field? What if he got to play the OBJ? He got to play a Rashad Bateman. got to play a Nelson Alcalor. They ain't no slouches either. These guys are starting to come along. You know, I, I'm not saying that OBJ is the OBJ from, but OBJ, he can go off. We starting to see Rashad Bateman is starting to get a little bit more comfortable with this offense. So it ain't about Zay Flowers getting all the catches or anything in that nature or being targeted the most. But Zay Flowers can open up opportunities for other guys. And if Sneed's not up and available to play the other guys or be able to play and contain Zay Flowers, it's going to be a long day for my guy. And I really think it is going to be a long day for the Chiefs defense, period. They got to figure out a way to stop this defense. They got to figure out a way how to get on, get on top of this defense, how to stay on top of this defense. Just because you got on top that one time, that don't mean you're going to stay on top. You feel me? So it, it, so those are the key matchups that X-Factors I, I really want everybody to pay attention to is the Kyle Hamilton and the Travis Kelsey, the Tyler Linderbaum and the Chris Jones, and the Zay Flowers and the Sneed. I really feel like that those three matchups right there alone can really um, be the outcome of the AFC championship game. Yes, we know Patrick Mahomes, Lamar, they're going to do their thing. You know what I mean? Electrifying. But I also believe that those are the key matchups because every, I'm, everybody's going to be key on the Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Everybody, especially the Ravens Nation, the Flock Nation, is going to be looking for Lamar being two and three against Patrick Mahomes after this game, which I believe he will be. Because, like I said, it might not be a set to be a primetime game, like for as Sunday night, Monday night, anything in that nature. But this is a big-time game. And it didn't. It does not matter where you put the Ravens at. We showed it all year long. It does not matter where you put us at or what time you put us on. All you got to do is just tell us to be there, show up. And we have done that. We did that in London. We did that in California. We didn't did that at the bank. We didn't did that on the road. We didn't did that home. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's just we didn't did it. And now that, like I said, it don't it doesn't say prime time, but this is a big time game. This is a big time stage, and the Ravens has lived up to the hype, to ready to show us that we are set up for the big time stage. That we are set up for the prime time games. And I honestly believe that the Ravens will get it done. So before I let y'all go, man, to close this out, this is how I believe that our offense, to beat the Chiefs, our offense is going to have to, number one, control the line of scrimmage. I already said that Tyler Linderbaum and those guys that have been controlling the line of scrimmage and helping Lamar stay clean uh, majority throughout the year. 
I believe that he's going to they, we're going to be able to get that done again. Once we control that line of scrimmage, man, it's, it's going to have to now be limit the turnovers. Because remember, understand like history, we, we ain't worried about the history. We worried about what we did now and what we're going to do. But we don't need to get down in the turnovers. Don't let the momentum swing into the Chiefs' favor. <laughs> you know what I mean? By any means necessary. We can just slow their momentum down. They can't win. If we limit a Patrick Mahomes being on the field, he can't win. And don't let up on the gas offense. You know what I mean? I understand, yes, they, the defense, uh, the chief defense is probably going to get us on a couple three and outs. But it, it can't be short three and outs. You can't just be um, – you get out there, you do one possession, and that's it. We need multiple possessions. We need long possessions. We need to eat the clock up. Once we keep eating that clock up, Patrick Mahomes don't have time to go ahead and do his Patty Mahomes magic. So as long as we can control the line of scrimmage, limit the turnovers, and don't let up on the gas, I think our offense can beat the Chiefs defense. And on that defensive side, on that triple crown side, on that on that number one defense, the best defense left in this playoffs, we got to make sure that Patrick Mahomes Stay uncomfortable. Not be uncomfortable. Stay uncomfortable. We don't want none of his comfortability uh, 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 getting – we don't want him to be comfortable at all at the bank. This ain't his house. He's a guest. You know what I mean? So make sure – and he's an unwanted guest. So we, what we do to unwanted guests, man, we make sure that we make him feel uncomfortable. So I need all the flockers that's going to be at the m Bank Stadium tomorrow, yo. Shout. Scream. Make it difficult for the uh, the Chiefs because once we get make him uncomfortable, it will make it a smoother game for us. And don't let them stay. Uh, uh, we got to get them off the field, which means that we got to we can't just let them keep getting uh, long drives. We got to get them three and out, bye, get them off the field, and then control the clock on our offensive side. And I feel like our defense can do that. Our defense will do that. Remember that we are the number one scoring defense in the league, 16 and a half points. And then, as me saying that, it's just all we got to do is play our style of defense. Don't try to force. Don't try to be the hero because nobody has been trying to be the hero all year. And that's why our defense was successful. It wasn't just one guy being the hero. We wasn't just depending on one guy. It was a multiple team effort. And I believe that as long as our defense stay hungry, stay aggressive, and play together, nobody's beating us defense. <laughs> you feel me? Nobody. So that's what the defense is going to have to do, man, just keep playing our style of defense. Mike Madonna is going to set you up and put you in the right spots. All we got to do is execute those plays. So those are my key facts right there, man. And a little bit of injury news real quick. Mark Andrews will be playing tomorrow. Let's go. Marlon Humphrey is a game time decision, but he was able to practice throughout this week. And also on our 53-man roster, everybody was practicing this week. Now, you know, exceptions to the J.K. Dobbins and and, and the Keaton Mitchells and the Taj Bowser, they on our, they're not on part of the 53-man. But everybody else that's part of that 53-man roster, ready to go and we have not been like that all year so we have almost everybody that we are ready to lock and load we gonna be one scary ass team tomorrow and you already and put a chief side on there um 
uh, Tadarius uh, Tooney, it's a game time decision. Um, they don't really anticipate him playing, but he's a game time decision. Dead guard Tony is going to be out. So it most definitely um, going to be some good uh, eatings for Justin Matabike in that defensive line. So that's the injury news, man. Make sure y'all go out and, uh, and watch the game on whatever CBS network that you have. If you're going to the game, make sure you have fun, scream, shout, be safe, stay warm, all that good stuff. Um, and that's it, you feel me? I appreciate everybody who's tuned in, who's commented, who's uh, uh, re-posting uh, my stuff, man. I greatly appreciate y'all, you feel me? So if you're not having already, please make sure you do now. Subscribe to the Grid Network. That's the when you when you subscribe to the Grid Network, you will get all the alerts of everything that ATB is doing. You feel me? Whether it's uh, uh, episodes drop, whether it's little clips, or whether it's little reels, whatever the situation is, make sure you you uh, subscribe to the Grid Network because not only you get ATB, we have got other great shows on the Grid Network that I believe that y'all should have take your time and, and look at. You feel me? We got carving it up with Bryson Carl. We got um all even podcast we got ufc all um outside the cage we got a boston um boston tribute uh page sports page where they talk about everything boston whether it's the celtics the patriots the bruins the red sox you know what i mean if those are your teams make sure y'all go ahead subscribe to the grid network that'd be different i guarantee you you will uh love the grid network also, if you want to get some of this um, shopware that we have, man, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, whatever it is that you're looking to buy, man, make sure y'all go here to the Grid Shop Network and shop for us, man. You know, help us out. Help us build our brands because that's all we're trying to do is build our brands, you feel me? And I got another comment before I let y'all go. And I got my favorite ladies locked in sports, yo. What it is. Good luck, Ravens. We, we we greatly appreciate it. You know, just to give y'all a little feedback or story, um, they are a Cowboys team. They are, I mean, a Cowboys fan. And I would say good luck to y'all, but y'all don't play next week. I mean, y'all don't play tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboys Nation. I, I just had to. But, you know what I mean? As always, yo, <laughs> big trust. Because why trust anything else, yo? Be ready for that game tomorrow at 3 o'clock because I know I will. (laughs) I'm out.